Hi, Brandon. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm really good. I think you must be looking forward then to be coming to Australia for an Australian summer. Yeah, it's been too long. And we're so thrilled that now that everything is sort of getting back to normal, as we say, uh, because this tour has been on hold for what will be two years by the time we get around to it and uh, two albums as well in between. So imploding the Mirage tour for that album. And we've also had uh, Pressure Machine. You'll be playing for three hours, surely. There's so much material that we need to hear. Uh, I got to take care of my voice, but uh, <laughs> we, we do need, it's time, it's time to probably bump it up to, you know, we, we, we shoot, usually hover around an hour and 45 minutes, but I would guess that we're going to start hitting that two hour mark soon on the live shows. But, but yeah, it's definitely got to find room for these songs. Because um, we absolutely love you here in Australia. I don't know if you feel it from us, but I know that here at Triple M especially, you've been so generous to us. Uh, you played before the AFL Grand Final at a very small venue, Howler, to about 200 of us. And for all of us in this mm-hmm. team, it's seriously one of the, the most incredible things we've ever witnessed. So thank you so much. Oh, no, I still remember that gig. I still remember, you know, getting my jacket on and and being backstage and, the you know, everything was kind of buzzing and we really, really loved playing back in, in the clubs and, you know, having that that intimacy and that adrenaline and, and that, was, that was one that stood out for us. Oh, we absolutely loved it. And then uh, you followed up last year for us while we're all in lockdown with a really special garage session for us and you performed... Ice House's Electric Blue. It was absolutely stunning. And I've heard that Ivor talk about how his son finally, because of you guys, the killers, went, oh, Dad, you're actually kind of cool. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's a, if you can get that from your, from your kids, that's a, that's a win. I'm glad that we can help them out. It's pretty rare. Um, and you, you've picked, because um, for the AFL Grand Final, you played, I think it was Forgotten Years by Midnight Oil. Uh, what are, what is your fondness for Australian songs, or do you just do that deliberately because you're playing to us? No, I, I inherited a lot of of that music from my brother. My brother was 12 years older than me, mm. so he was so he had all these cassettes from you know from the 80s, and then when he went in to, to get CDs and replace them, he would give me the cassettes. So I was getting In Excess and, and Midnight Oil. And everything, you know, I got ACDC, I got everything. Um, and so that's where a lot of that stuff came from. And Ice House. And, and so it's always been a part of, of my musical kind of heritage too. Perhaps that why we, that's why we connect with you so much because we can feel it within you when you write your songs for the killers. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's always a little bit of a desert. There's a little bit of a desert element, True. you know, too. I think that Lost. Las Vegas has that, and, and we're from the desert. We've always been trying to capture that, and I think that you, you definitely see that in, in a lot of those bands too. So, uh, yeah, we do have we, – we're connected. And with these shows, you're doing uh, stadium shows, which is always a very big treat, but a couple of winery shows this time. Have you ever performed anything like that? They're known as a day on the green here, and they're quite the epic afternoon. Uh, we have we have something maybe similar on in wine country in California. We did a gig at called Bottle Bottle Rock, but uh, but no, I, I have never, we have never done it in Australia. Well, you'll see some beautiful parts of Australia while you're here, including Perth, so you can um, really get across the whole country, which is fantastic. 
Um, may I be cheeky to suggest, because you've, you've done some of the covers, the, the show that I work on is with Mick Malloy and he's a Richmond Tigers supporter. So he's a nutbag because you would know all that from but playing at that grand final where Jack Revolt got up on stage and took over. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Um, and, you know, he came back to visit, he came back to visit and saw us him and his wife and, and talked about Tasmania and, and he, he was, uh, you know, he was, he was great on stage. Um, but Mick Malloy, who I work with, he is obsessed with cowbell. Are there any killers songs with cowbell in it that, uh, will try and prevent him from rushing up on stage with you when you're here in December uh, next year? No, 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 no cowbell as yet, but <laughs> keep it clear. Now, there's a, uh, in the spirit of that, I'm just being a little bit cheeky here, but I'm just going to suggest a couple of Australian acts that you might consider for uh, covering when you come back here for a tour. There's a band from Queensland. They're known as The Chats, and uh, they're quite a cheeky band. Do you know what a smoko is? It's where you have sort of like a lunch break uh, before lunchtime when you're working on a, on a, um, on a construction site. So this is just a suggestion of yeah. a band that you could cover. I'm on Smoko. So leave me alone. I'm on Smoko. So leave me alone. <laughs> Might not be quite in your range. Is that, is that the redhead? The redhead? Yes, kid? yeah. And they're, they're on the Metallica uh, tribute band, a uh, tribute album as well. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, they got, they've got a couple of good. They've got a couple of good songs. They're very cheeky and funny. Uh, Mick Malloy has got a personal favourite from a guy called Kevin Bloody Wilson, who's more of a comic uh, musical performer. Perhaps you could cover this song, which is called "Rooting in the Back of the U." Rooting in the back of the U. On a blanket with the down. Does any of that make sense to you? <laughs> Uh, I, I got on a blanket with the tailgate down. Yeah. I got that. You got the vibe, yes. Um, but we were talking in the office because you have such a great voice. We could le- legitimately this time, we would love to hear you perform this in Australia. As you've covered Electric Blue so beautifully, would you consider doing uh, one of our unofficial Australian anthems in John Farnham's You're the Voice? Yeah, we'll consider it. I'm going to write it down. <laughs> Should be on one of your brother's cassettes. We just wanted to say, uh, because you are such a gifted musician, vocalist, you're charming, uh, you have an incredible tailor that your outfits, particularly those jackets for on stage, are amazing. We just want to know, though, you must have a flaw of some sort. And Whitney wanted to know, do you have a tiny dog? Like, is there something that we can just sort of go, oh, okay, he is human after all, there is a flaw? <laughs> I have a uh, I have a medium sized dog. Oh, what sort? What breed? I, uh, it's a golden doodle. Oh, and his name is Anakin. 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 The Groodle. Because we shorten the, the names the here. The golden so, doodle. Yeah, the golden doodle. Oh, we call him. Yeah, we call him. We call him Annie. Oh, so we shorten his name too. I love it. Um, no, a golden doodle is perfect as long as it's not a Shih Tzu. No shits is here. <laughs> all right. Well, we are so looking forward to having you back in Australia for all of these shows and the winery tours uh, and the eighth album. Will that be done by the time you get down here or how, how's that tracking? I would hope that there would be at least a, uh, some sort of release, a single or, or two by then, but yeah, because we've, got, we've still got more time on our hands than we anticipated. So. Mm. We're going to see what happens, but that would be nice to, to have, a, have a song going. 
And it'll be so great to get back on the road and, and do what you do best and love. But have you found in some ways, apart from the major destruction that it, that it has caused, but have you found that it was a, a creative time for you having some time away? Yeah, I mean, uh, we, we've grown accustomed to doing a record and then the, the, the machine starts. Mm. And so it was interesting to to make a record like Imploding the Mirage and then not tour it. And we had all these muscles that we had been exercising yeah. and these creative muscles. And so we just went right back in. And that was how we were able to I think, produce pressure machines so quickly. And it, it, it was it was this kind of an experiment, but it, it felt great. Well, we really look forward to seeing uh, it all live where it really does come alive for us. And thank you for uh, your time today. And we'll see you about this time next year. All right. Thank you. Thank you so much.